Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Pod of Cultura. Today we're going to be talking about uh, specifically Day of the Dead. Um, for those of y'all that are new to the podcast, um, just letting you know that we are part of the LFTA program. The LFTA organization at UCLA um, basically stands for Latino uh, Film and Theater Association. Um, basically, we are a group of students that are interested in wor- working with theater or film, whether it be in front of the camera or behind the camera. Um, and yeah, this podcast, Bottle of Cultura, was created because uh, we're not able to meet in public and talk and like we're kind of trying to use this as like a medium for being able to come together and talk about something because we're dealing with the pandemic um and so yeah we're gonna get started with the episode of day of the dead my name is jl i've been on this podcast before um you probably have heard my voice and uh, i have two new guests today and their names are hi i'm lisette and my name is Crisera. Welcome, Lisette and Crisela. Do you all want to give yourself a little more information as to like who you are, what year you are, um, and stuff like that? I'll go first. So like I said, my name's Crisela. I am a fourth-year psychobiology major and ending film TV minor at UCLA. And I'm Lisette Vega. I'm um, American Indian Studies and a minor in uh, film studies and yeah, at UCLA. All right, thank you, Crisela and Lizette. So do any of y'all wanna to touch upon like what the general basis or history of Day of Dead is for those of uh, for the, the viewers that don't really necessarily know or would want more information? Um, because I do have like a small um, knowledge of it only because in class, we have talked about it, but I wouldn't necessarily say, like, at home, my mom sat us down and was like, this is what the Day of the Dead is like. This is what it is. This is how we celebrate. Um, so I have a small understanding, but enough where I know what it is. And also, I've seen Coco. Um, but, yeah. So the Day of the Dead is basically where we celebrate and commemorate past family members and special people in our lives that have moved on. In other words, have passed away, are no longer with us. And yeah, does anybody else want to add on to what it means or like a more in-depth definition as to what the day of that is like or? Yeah, so my, I have like, like you, I don't know much about it, just that it's, um, it was like all, all saints or all souls day. And it's like associated to like the Catholic church. Um, and I know that it goes on for a few days. Um, and you go to the cemetery. I've seen people actually go to the cemetery and you know, um, pay respects to their loved ones who have passed. Um, but I know they do some prayers and bring them like sugar skulls and um, candy and gifts. But uh, yeah, the the um, education that I did get from it was from Coco as well. So yeah, I love that for us. We appreciate Coco. <laughs> Yes, I do. Yeah, same here with um, the knowledge of it, because in fifth grade, we had, like, this little, like, I guess, event about Day of the Dead, because it was around Halloween time, and we did, like, a skull project, sugar skulls, and I was like, I was like, oh, like, we're going to eat sugar skulls, like, or whatever, because I didn't know what the significance was, um, but that's where we learned about Day of the Dead and, like, how you decorate them and um, add meaning to it, but, but yeah. I feel like my 
experience with Dia de los Muertos is pretty limited as well, unfortunately. I just know that since I come from a very religious family, it's strongly associated with like Latin American Catholics. I know that the November it starts on November first, which is Dia de los Angelitos, um, which is the day for mourning deceased children, and November second, the second day is Dia de los Difuntos. So that's when people celebrate their loved ones that have passed that are adults. And I think that's like most of my knowledge, besides what I've seen from Coco as well. I love how Coco was meant for the kids, but like us as like adults really gained a lot of information from it. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so maybe we can move on to, I guess, the cultural significance or what we think um, the Day of the Dead has had in terms of impact on us or people that we see around us. Um, I would say, again, we're, le- we're leading this um I thought it was all this podcast from Day of Dead to Coco because I'm about to talk about it as well. But because when the movie came out, a lot of pe- a lot of my peers and a lot of my friends were really invested in it and um, enjoyed the fact that there was going to be a movie that talked about a special event for a lot of um, like one of y'all mentioned um, Latin American or Central American. Um, oof. Does this apply? Because again, my knowledge of Day of Dead is very small so do people that are also central american i'm sorry i'm blanking out the atlas the map of the world is just blanking out of my mind my mind right now but are any of y'all central american or um because i'm mexican as well i'm mexican okay um i think that it is celebrated throughout latin america um though it might have different names in other countries. Mm-hmm. But the idea of, like, All Saints Day is the same. All right, for sure. Because I wanted to talk about just in general, like, my friends and my peers, um, both Mexican and non-Mexican, Central American, um, they were talking about uh, the release of Coco on Twitter and, like, social media and being really excited because we're seeing a portrayal of, again, a big holiday um, that is really important to um, Latin Americans. And also it's a part of Disney, you know, Disney's really huge. They have power in terms of media. Um, they're, they own the Marvel cinematic universe. So it's like when those movies get released, it's like a big deal and they always break records and stuff. So it's like, it was, it's huge to see that we're getting this representation of a special holiday in, uh, in the film industry um do any of y'all have any other examples of like the cultural significance this holiday has for um, yourself or people around you yeah actually um when well when i worked uh in an office um it at, at my community college like it they actually celebrated it more than i did and they were like okay let's let's um do data of the dead uh, offering and stuff so that's that's where i learned most of the thing most of like the things that you put on the table for offering and why and as well as coco so um and i, I really appreciate like for coco that it it did make a cultural significance because even people that um that weren't uh 
Latin American or Mexican, you know, they they know about it now because of the large platform that Disney has and um and just has like a great audience. So so yeah, so I thought I thought it was really cool. Yeah, I think for myself it's always been part of my life, so it's been have like the vaguest knowledge of it, but my mom has always made ofrendas with the marigolds and leaving pan dulce and coffee and whatever for my grandparents. So I always kind of knew what was going on and why we were doing it. And I actually never really knew anyone else that did it until Coco came out and I feel like went mainstream and it kind of got into like people from other backgrounds and cultures kind of wanting to get it on get in on it just because you know it's I like the way that it's celebrated with like the beautiful flowers all the baking and making food and the sugar schools like for example yesterday I went to a Japanese store but they had a lot of like calaveras and Dia de los Muertos decorations which is really interesting for me because like five or ten years ago I feel like if I had talked about Day of the Dead people outside of like Latin America or those communities wouldn't really know what I was talking about or they think I was talking about Mexican Halloween or something like that because I think that a lot of people before would have the misconception that it's just Halloween when it's as a more religious background. It's funny you mentioned that because I remember also like around fifth grade or sixth grade, my teacher was playing uh, a video of Brain Pop. I don't know if y'all have watched those videos, those educational videos where it's like that robot. Yeah, I've seen them. Yeah. Yeah, Tim and Moby, I think that's that's what their names are. Um, we were watching a day, uh, a video that was made about what that topic was Halloween and like the history of Halloween because like Halloween time was coming up. And I remember somebody mentioned that uh, Dia de los Muertos was coming up after Halloween. And again, around this time, I didn't really know what that was because at home, my mom didn't really talk about it or um, she wouldn't make like that, that, uh, what would they call it? The ofrendas, the like family members and stuff. Um, so it's like, I didn't really know at home what it was and stuff. So back to my story, but like the other, those Marcos coming up and somebody referred to it as like Mexican Halloween. And I was like, what does that even mean? Like, you know, like, what is that? And it's like reiterating what y'all have mentioned earlier too. It's like people have gotten to know like what Dia de los Muertos is because of stuff like uh, Halloween. I mean, movies like Coco and like seeing other people talk about it, which I think is pretty awesome. And it's pretty dope because I feel as though now that this knowledge is known by people that haven't heard of it or haven't celebrated, um, their interest in getting to know it is there, you know? Um, if that makes sense, I don't know. Yeah, I think that it's interesting that you mentioned, like you said, even in elementary school, like it was vaguely mentioned to you, but I honestly like felt like I was very secluded and not knowing anyone else that celebrated it. I think I I went to like a personally I went to school outside of my community, like way far away I grew up in south central LA but I went to school in west LA so like I had a lot of like friends from 
different cultural backgrounds and I couldn't really talk about it with anyone else because they I felt like I was weird for like because Dia de los Muertos the way my my mom would celebrate it was more of like a celebration and I feel like death is really taboo in western culture and people don't really want to talk about it so for me like personally I'm not afraid of death but understand why like in a lot of western cultures it's not celebrated and it's more like a sad mourning process rather than a celebration of life so that's kind of why i never really talked about it with people before until i think like adulthood and college really when i connected more with people from my community that's really awesome i feel like i wish i would have had that experience that you two had you know um i didn't uh know about celebrations until uh you know uh working in that office and then wait what you guys are celebrating like my culture that's odd none of you guys are Latino but okay so I thought that was that was really cool um and um but I I feel like I've seen it in other families you know when you go to friends houses or when you're a kid um and and I saw I saw like the ofrendas, but I never, my family never really uh, celebrated it. But um, I think that's really cool that, that you guys got to experience that and and you know kind of celebrate it in a way. Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that because my parents were divorced, so my mom's side of the family was super indigenous, super religious, and did the ofrendas and everything every year. My dad's side of the family was the opposite, and like we never talked about it. And maybe it's the fact that my dad was from a different state and a not very indigenous state compared to like my mom, who's Oaxacan. So I don't know if that had something to do with it, but it was inter- it was an interesting way to grow up. I I wouldn't know. I don't know if this like necessarily counts as like. Because this is like reiterating off of like Lindsay's story of like seeing it in the in the workspace and how um, you mentioned like oh none of y'all Latino and y'all are you know uh, representing my culture or like celebrating a holiday. How do y'all feel about like non Latinx people? Um, this is gonna strive away from like the conversation a little bit, but like how do y'all feel about people doing the calaveras and like stuff for Halloween? Like I know there are some people that don't primarily, I think, identify with being Latinx, but they have painted, like, the the skull that is usually, like, decorated for the Dia de los Muertos. Is that, if y'all get where I'm getting at, like, how do y'all feel about people kind of, like, appropriating um, decorations and stuff uh, from a non-Latinx perspective? Um, personally, I feel like, I don't know, whenever I see someone who has, like, a bunch of Calavera decorations or whatever it is. I feel like I cringe a little, to be honest. It it kind of, it really depends on the context because some people really do appreciate the culture and how it's celebrating people who have passed. And I think that in that context, if they're using it as a, a different way of mourning or celebrating someone, then it's okay. But I think most, oh, of the people mm-hmm. that I see using calaveras or the flowers or whatever as decorations are not aware of the cultural significance or the context of it. And 
use it as an aesthetic thing, which um, I don't know how I feel about it. I think that if people were in, more informed about the significance of it, I'd be okay with it. But I think it just really depends on the context for me. Yeah, I feel kind of the same way. Um, if it's it's due to that they are actually informed about it, like I feel okay, cool. You know, they're actually more informed about me. Great. You know, um, I should get more into it. You know, um, which I I feel like I I kind of did that in my own way before. Um, like going to the cemetery and you know like um, paying respects to to um, a family members, but I've seen like. I've seen people make it like an aesthetic, like I'm kind of cringing right now. I'm just like, just thinking about it because you see it a lot in social media ads. Um, Definitely. Yes. You see it a lot. Inspiration, stuff like that. Exactly. Yeah. Like aesthetics, especially in the the beauty industry. Oh my God. I kind of cringe when it's a non-Latina and like they do the whole like headdress and, and Calavera um, makeup. Okay, great. I, I, I don't know. I kind of, I'm torn about that because I'm like, oh, that's cool. I wish it was someone who was brown, you know, but I don't know. Maybe I'm going too far into that, but um, I don't know how you, yeah, you, you feel me. You said I like, <laughs> It's, yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. So that's why in the beauty industry, I, I kind of like, mm, I'm kind of not, they have to prove it to me, but you know, I, I do appreciate that they do recognize it, just not for aesthetics. Right. Yeah. I, I feel the same way. Like, I've, like, even as a Latina myself, I've never done the whole makeup look before. And I don't even know if I ever would, just because I don't. I feel like I don't know enough about Day of the Dead to be able to do that. But then, I, like you mentioned, I've seen so many Instagram posts lately, especially since it's coming up, like tutorials and makeup looks, and it's all for the aesthetic. And I'm like, no, why are you doing this? Exactly. Yeah, that's where I was kind of like getting at. I was going to get at that um, earlier in the question because I do see it a lot like on Instagram primarily when people do like their little looks and stuff, um, which don't get me wrong, it does come out good. But I think like uh, um, Chrissy has mentioned earlier, like the context is kind of important, like where they're coming from, um, how do they want to kind of like use some aspects from like um, the other little muertos to kind of talk, like give a story or like, you know, bring awareness to what it means or like what it, the holiday is um but when it's just used for like aesthetic purposes and like no knowledge is taken into consideration whatsoever it can be it can come across as like a little disrespectful i'm not i'm not gonna lie even though i don't again i'm not someone that celebrated it a lot um but somebody that identifies as like latinx seeing it it's just like a little bit like oh okay like i i wasn't involved with this but somebody who isn't is involved with this and is not using it right i don't know um yeah because i do think for sure there is like that aspect of like mourning which is very very uh useful when it comes to like properly getting to say goodbye and like remember somebody that is no longer here like i i think that process of mourning is really important i think the other those muertos from the knowledge that i have had so far i think that's like one of the main purposes of it um commemorating and trying to 
uh, be able to say goodbye to somebody that you miss. Um, but these these sugar skull candy looks on Instagram and TikTok gotta go, you know. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. Yeah, me too. Especially if um, I actually saw this the other day on Instagram. It was like I was cringing. I was like, no, someone you know, like non Latinx or that I'm. I was a thousand percent sure they they are didn't even identify as it. Um, they were making a video tutorial and talking about it um, in in a way to bring followers and um, also making it sexy that, oh, that it's mysterious, the type of makeup and, and the flowers and the hair and everything. And that's where I was like, ah, I don't even feel comfortable enough to be talking about it like that because I never grew up... Uh, celebrating it I did I I did do like novenarios if you guys know what that is after a passing after you yeah you burn, yeah nine days and that's the closest thing that I've done which which I feel I feel that's why I'm like I can segue into um Dia de los Muertos if I wanted to celebrate in the future I have experienced novenarios yeah the whole uh sex appeal thing of it too I forgot about that until you until you uh, mentioned it I feel like it's it could be pretty disrespectful, especially you know when you see really really weird captions on Instagram. You know, like "Rest in peace, Grandpa." This is my my tribute to you. This this really weird, sexy outfit and this uh, calavera makeup. It's a little it's a little weird to me that people try to get like sex appeal out of it. I I completely agree. See, on the agenda, I also wrote. Day that did shout outs, but I realized that that could be misinterpreted. But like, I meant to like, like if y'all have somebody y'all want to, I don't know, like, I don't know how to say shout out, but not mean shout out. Um, I guess, and if yeah, like a tribute sort if of y'all want to talk about yeah. um anybody y'all have tributed, because I'm reading it again, I'm like, it sounds like, like yo. Grandpa, I miss you. Like, let me give him a shout out. Um, but I mean, like, mm-hmm. if there's anybody I want to talk about. Um, and again, if this topic um, is like too weird, we could just, yeah. they could just edit this whole part out and we could just go on to the next one. I, I framed it wrong. I'm sorry. It's, it was weird. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, That's fine. Does anyone want to go first? If, okay, I'll talk about, about it then. I haven't really celebrated very hard Dia de los Muertos until, like, honestly, last year was the first time I really celebrated it. I would watch my mom do her prayers and make her altar for her parents and her grandparents, but I kind of just watched and never participated until last year. So I kind of want to do a tribute and kind of thank my dad who passed away almost two years ago and that um, last year was the first time I really celebrated this so um yeah just just uh want to remember my dad in that way and this year I've actually been thinking about like making my own altar for him for the first time I didn't um I was kind of too sad to do it last year to be honest but this year I'm kind I'm kind of in kind of coming to terms with it and uh, and I want to do it as a 
celebration thing and and mourning and kind of reminding myself to not be sad about his passing anymore and that in um i feel like in latinx cultures like when someone passes away they always tell you they like they wouldn't want you to be sad and that's one of the ways that i think this day helps me um by reminding me to celebrate the life then rather mourn the death that makes sense yeah, that makes sense. And thank you for sharing. Um, this year, too, I do want to celebrate it more because, again, I have more knowledge as to what it is. Um, but I feel as though I haven't, like, in terms of someone that has been really close to me, I haven't really lost anybody, which I'm fortunate. Um, but it's like I do want to, you know, maybe start small by, like, maybe buying, like, a little, um, I don't know, like, some sugar skull candies and trying to decorate them. and. Um, yeah, I think that would be a good way to start, like getting to know the the, the day more. Mm-hmm. And also maybe help my mom too, like, because again, she didn't really celebrate it as much in the house. And maybe by me kind of bringing this into the house, she'll probably be more motivated to kind of engage with it a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that um, with COVID too, it's a little more difficult to celebrate it because last year I did attend like a day of the dead event at the cemetery where my dad is buried at and it was really nice to be able to connect with other people who have um, lost loved ones and we all like the cemetery made like altars and they had music and like Aztec dancers and it was actually I think a really great way of remembering lost loved ones but of course that isn't I know that cemeteries, a lot of cemeteries do that, but that's not happening this year. So not being able to like necessarily connect with your own family members or like do a prayer at home or something and have, you know, like aunts and uncles and cousins come, which is what my family would do sometimes. It, I think that it also makes it a little more difficult outside of whoever lives in your home. I think that's really beautiful that that cemetery actually hosted that. I think that that's that's really awesome. Um I I actually when when I shared earlier that I celebrated with, you know, the office I used to work at at work and I I celebrated it and they told us to bring uh pictures of our lost ones so um I brought up my grandmother and um, it it really like helped me, like you said, like, oh, it shouldn't be like a sad thing. It's, you know, it's more happy. And that's what, what Dia de los Muertos is, you know, about um, to celebrate them. And so last year I bought um, like little calaveras and, and also um, the, I kind of decorated like a table that I have. Um, in my apartment and then this year I actually wanted to you know make the flowers and and go all out so I feel like every year I have like one more step like I to since I'm celebrating it more and and learning way more about it so yeah I'm really grateful for that I think that's a really great way like a great step to like taking small steps to learn a little more each year I think that's really great yeah and I think um 
like you mentioned, it's great that we're taking small steps because right now I feel as though in terms of like our knowledge of it, again, it's very, it's growing for sure. It has been like very small. Most of us have been quoting Coco and what we've seen from Coco. So it's like for sure practicing um, or I guess engaging in this uh, holiday and getting to know more about it for sure will allow us to kind of like be able to speak about it even more and also encourage those that are also Latinx but don't even know how to celebrate it in a way, kind of push them in the, like, the, the right direction to getting to know more about what it means to celebrate the, the, the holiday. And uh, hopefully, again, it leads to a, like, a little chain reaction of them also teaching other people and other people teaching other people. And overall, just everybody getting um, involved and uh, more aware as to what it is um, that, it, that we're celebrating. But yeah, do y'all have any other pointers y'all want to talk about? Yeah. Um, I have a question. I guess I'll pose a question for you guys. Are there any aspects of Day of the Dead that you haven't tried out or anything specific that you're particularly eager to try out or celebrate? Because like personally, I've never actually made or painted sugar skulls. I've like bought them before, but I've never actually made mm-hmm. one and I'm not the most artistic person, but I think I want to try to do that this year. Um, I would say the one thing about um, Dia de los Muertos that I really want to do is just the whole ofrenda um, that one creates because my knowledge on like ofrendas or like what I've seen it has either been from other people posting about it, um, whether it be on like the social media, like the, the little friend that they've made at home, or um, I want to say through art. Because um, I took a class at UCLA that was about um, radical women and like Chicana artists that um, created works of art and like have been displayed at parts like the Hammy Museum because it was based off of the exi- exhibition that they had there. But there was this one a piece that was uh, about an ofrenda to a famous person or the author's mother, the painter's mother. Um, and again, like my knowledge as to what an ofrenda looks like has been based off of stuff like that. So for sure, the things that I'm looking forward to is like getting to build my own and being creative with it because um, not every ofrenda is going to be looking like one another. You know, everybody has their own pl- like tricks and like decorations that they're going to add that's going to vary from every other ofrenda. Yeah, I, I totally agree about that. And um, I've done like a you know, at work, a mini ofrenda. And of course, like I said before, that I would want to build up for my own. But I I was also wondering um, that if there's any music or anything that that um, I could explore or learn more about that goes with Dia de los Muertos, um, because I love music so much, I, I'm wondering if there's um, like a segment like that that is tied into um, the celebration and if so that's that's what I want to um, get more into as well well if that's everything we're going to address this episode we could um, start closing it off um, thank you to everybody that has joined the podcast and that has listened to the, the, today's episode of that's Sandra Dia de los Muertos we hope y'all have been able to gain more knowledge as to what Dia de los Muertos is and what it means to us um, feel free to follow us on social media we are on Instagram. Um, I think our at is LFTA. I want to give you the direct at. It's LFTA UCLA. 
Uh, we just hit 400 followers and we're also on TikTok. We're trying to post more content on TikTok because um, we know it's really hip with the kids. So if you all want to follow us on TikTok, it's LFTA underscore talks. And is there anything else y'all would want to mention before we close off officially? Feel free to take advantage of this time. No, that's it. Thank you so much for listening and we appreciate your support.